It's The Last Fry, a podcast that brings you the same joy you experience when you find that last French fry at the bottom of your fast food bag. Join Patrick and Deacon B for humorous, inspiring, and joy-filled discussions about a variety of life-related topics that will help you make tomorrow better by besting your yesterday. Here's Patrick and Deacon B. We are so excited about today's episode uh, because it's something uh, unusual. We've never done this particular feature on the show before. Patrick, are you are you ready? Are you ready to to get jump in and, and uh, see what we're all about today? I am so ready. Let's do this. So yes, yeah, so we've been talking to our audience about uh, feedback and and the mailbag, and today. We have a very special edition of We got some mail. We got some mail. Rastafarian style, brother. <laughs> we have got some mail. So uh, this is the very special edition of the live mailbag. So after the self-doubt episode, <laughs> we had some response of uh, one of our listeners who happens to be one of our greatest fans. Yes, it who is. Who happens to also be <laughs> my lovely and glorious wife. Woo-hoo. But she said, oh, I have a perfect follow-up to the self-doubt episode, and it has a lot to do with how the brain works. And how you can rewire, if you will, remanage, mm-hmm. rethink uh, your your negative thoughts. How to flip that upside down and those sort of we talked about the self doubt mm-hmm. reels that are playing in your head, those tapes. You bet. How do we how do we address that in a more scientific, more practical way? And so we have today, welcome in uh, Mary Beth to the live mailbag. Yes, fun. Ooh. Thank you. We're so <laughs> glad you're here. So I think we'll just jump right in. I know uh, we have some questions and you had some feedback about your experience. So if you can just tell the audience, just kind of give them a a quick little background on this concept that you're going to be discussing and then kind of how it works. And we'll just sort of ask you questions and go from there. Sounds good. Well, when I was listening to the episode last week, I thought, you know, there's lots about don't have negative thoughts, but how do we flip that to what can you do? What are the positive things you can do? And you may have known from my previous crashings onto this show that I'm a a physical therapist, pediatric Mm -hmm. physical therapist. And one of the areas that I think is so fascinating about um, neuroanatomy and physiology is this concept of neuroplasticity. So that like the brain's like silly putty? You kind of like, you can like, take imprints from the comics with it (laughs) no okay (laughs) (laughs) this idea that you can actually rewire your brain so there's this actually in physical therapy there's this whole um, idea of pain and pain science and I kind of became interested in neuroplasticity from partially from that because if you can teach people why 
what the brain's response is to pain, it doesn't necessarily mean that something bad is happening in your body. It just means there's an awareness that that your brain is interpreting something happening in your body hmm. as pain. Okay. And um, there, there's been some good work done by Mosley and Butner, explain your pain, um, that has really helped a lot of patients. And I, and that same concept applies when we also do rehabilitation and try to um, work with patients to learn new ways of doing things. And we can do the same thing with our thought processes. Okay. So, um, I did a tiny bit of reading on this and there's a couple of different types of brain plasticity. That's Try to say that a few times. That one's a plasticity. Brain plasticity, brain plasticity, plasticity brain plasticity. Yeah, very good. Ooh. Very good. Um, My brain so, isn't very plastic. <laughs> so, Mary Beth, when we're talking about, so from, from a from a physical therapist standpoint, you're you're asking the brain, so to speak, to rewire itself to perform some sort of physical function for your patient. How does that relate to that whole self-doubt piece? How do I, how do I, Patrick, rewire my brain to flip the script, so to speak? So, um, well, I'm going to put you guys on the spot and think okay. about a, a negative self-talk. Who, who's going to be bold here and give a negative self-talk statement that you might say? Uh, my entire career has been a waste of time. <laughs> Uh, um, you, Patrick? uh, I guess one of them is, is this podcast, right? Is, are we, are we ever going to get the, the audience big enough for us to really get sponsors and all of that jazz? And I'm thinking, well, maybe not, but we're having a darn good time in the process, but I would really love to have an audience that was, was attractive to sponsors, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure we're there or we'll ever get there. So that's my self-doubt. Okay, good. So everybody's got self-doubt, right? Sure. And we, we're really good at playing these tapes in our head. Uh, I think uh, my predecessor in pediatric physical therapy, she was actually my pediatrics instructor, um, is a medically trained hypnotherapist. And um, she actually was able to help me at a point in my life when I was working part-time and having to go back full-time as well as getting my clinical doctorate and our kids were involved with sports and Kevin was changing jobs and going back into teaching. And I was in the midst of getting my clinical doctorate and I was playing the tape of, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I mm -hmm. can't finish this program. Sure. <laughs> and even had a couple panic attacks, which I don't usually have, but I thought I was thinking, okay, I just have to drop out. I can't do this. So I was talking to her about it and she said, hey, I can help you with this if you want. So she had me write down some statements about what I wanted. So, um, and we'll kind of go through this process in a little bit. Okay. But you basically take this, these negative statements and you turn them into positive things. And okay. um, the reason that you, and then you can go to somebody who is specifically trained in hypnotherapy because, um, and you don't, or you don't have to, but... Your subconscious is really good at playing these negative tapes. And so sure. sometimes it's very helpful to not only 
reframe things in a positive way, but then go to somebody who can help you kind of get into a relaxed state and quiet this um, critical mind that we call it and allow you to kind of change your subconscious thinking a little bit more. All right. Yeah, because mine's on an endless loop. (laughs) It just plays over and over and over and over. over. Yeah, it never skips. It's perfect. It's a perfect recording every time. Yes. Yeah, crystal clear. (laughs) Hi-fi. So, you know, we've all heard about it. You remember the experience that our kids had when the hypnotherapist came and after graduation and did the show? <laughs> yeah, it was a it was it was a hypnotist, and so it was the oh, classic okay. hypnotist. So the whole you know senior class doing a lock in, okay. and they bring fifteen people up on the stage, and he you know hypnotizes them, and they quack like ducks and walk around the stage, and he plants ideas, and people are screaming because there's a mouse on the stage, but there really isn't. You know the sort right. of the classic traveling yep. hypnotist fun party guy. Sure. So I think hypnotherapy has kind of gotten a bad rap because of those types of things, sure. but. I actually was able to take a medical hypnotherapy course eventually because I wound wound up seeing that this was actually something super effective and was amazed at the medical research on this. Um, In fact, Dr. Sapien um, from New Mexico, who works in the pediatric emergency room, um, has done research right, right at the University of New Mexico on this very thing. He actually uses bubbles, for example, in the emergency room with kids to kind of help calm them down um, when they're going through trauma. So this is, it can be super effective in medical areas and also just in our mental health. So that's cool. I didn't know he was doing that kind of research. That's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I went, I went to my predecessor, um, Dr. Provost, and she um, basically help me rewrite my negative thoughts into positive things. And there's kind of a little formula to this. So mm-hmm. you you have to write things in the present tense. Okay. Okay. For your brain, for your subconscious to believe it. In, in the have, positive, correct? I yes, would, I you would have write to the use positive. So okay. we, don't write, we don't say things like can't or won't or don't. Okay. We, okay. It's all written in the positive. And I'll give you some examples. Um, and then we also write things in ways that your brain will believe it. So, um, so for example, in mine, when I thought that I was going to have to drop out of my clinical doctorate, uh, one of the things was, you know, my, my family is very supportive and they're there to help me um, be able to get the things done that need to get done around the house and just knowing what my resources are. So... I was able to kind of reframe that feeling of overwhelmed, not being able to get to everything, to remembering what my resources were. Hmm. All right. So I might say something like, um, more and more, I, or I, because my family is very supportive, they help me with the things that need to get done. So that's written in the positive. Mm-hmm. It's recognizing that I have a resource available and that I, I can get everything done. But I'm not going to say I will get everything done in the future. It's something that's hap- I say it in the, in the present tense. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Right. And then basically you, you read these things when your mind is in a quiet state. So if you can read them first thing in the morning or last thing at night. 
um, when your body's kind of in a quiet space and you just make it a habit of doing this every day. Um, I was amazed. Eventually, I, a few months down the line, I realized that everything that I had written had come true. Hmm. And it was pretty fascinating. Wow. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how many statements? Uh, so what, what are you looking at in terms of practical? So if some one of our listeners is saying, I have a lot of self-doubt about this X topic, right? Because of whatever. How many statements do you typically need? And what would that look like in terms of um, practical application? Well, I don't think there's a magic number, but I do think that you kind of have to tackle, because it's often not one negative belief. There's often several kind of wrapped into it, and you can Mm -hmm. can reframe all of those things. Okay. Individually? So so do do you give them their own wrapper, so to speak, or do you try to lump them all together? How does that work? You kind of write individual statements, and that's okay. part of the work is kind of is working with somebody to help rewrite those negative things. And you can pull in spirituality. Like for me, I said, you know, because I know God wants the best for me, I know more and more I believe uh, I I I can accom- I, I accomplish everything in my day. I don't say I can, I say I, I accomplish, I do it. Again, that present tense yeah, that present focus, tense. Yeah. which is difficult to do because we either talk in the past or we talk in the future. I will be successful or I've, I've always struggled in the past, which means I'm going to struggle now and in the future. So that's that loop in your head, but you're saying frame it in the present yeah, it's kind of being now, it's in that nowness, it's in that mindfulness of being present right now, because we can't change the past, and right. if you think to the future, we worry. So, oh, all the time. So if you can focus on the present moment, that's what your subconscious can hold on to. Okay, so you said read those statements, and you gave an example in the morning. Should you do it throughout the day? Is mm-hmm. there is there a mantra, not a mantra, but, but is there a, a frequency that you should be doing this exercise to keep your brain in that present mode? And there's a second half to that question is what happens when that, when that annoying self doubt loop wants to sneak in there because you've trained, you, you are used to listening <laughs> to that. You, that is a, you that almost, is a, that is an etched record yes. for, those, for those listeners that have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, the vinyl, the vinyl records <laughs> used to, you could cut a groove in the you vinyl could. record and it'd be like, yep. and it was just grooved in there. So from, from that hypnotherapist standpoint, when that, when that negative message wants to sneak in, because that's what it does. It wants to, it wants, at least in my brain, it wants to take over any good thoughts that I have. How do you, how do you control that? <laughs> it's hard, and I th- I don't think that we necessarily can control it. I think you have to acknowledge that it's there, okay. and just recognize it. At, oh, okay, this is I'm having that thought. But the more that you practice saying these affirmations, is what we call them, the more it's amazing. The more your subconscious starts to believe it. So I, what I did is I put it on my mirror in the bathroom. I put it in my I put it in my drawer below. So every time I open it, I see it. I put one by my bedstand. I put one in my car, and hmm. and so you can just kind of post them different places. Okay. Have you guys ever done something like that? No, no, no. 
have not. And that way, uh, that way, at least you're seeing them and reviewing them kind of throughout your day, but especially first thing in the morning because, and, and last thing at night when you're a little tired, when you're just a little sleepy, that's when your subconscious is most open to change. Okay. Very good. So, oh, I just had a question and I lost it because I've got, so, so we should, Deacon B and I should start our shows before we hit the record button by saying we have a super successful podcast. We should, we should, that should be our mindset starting the show before we hit record. Is, is that, is that an example? Well, I think you also have to this say the show is great. It is entertainment. I, I, I and think it is full of wonderful advice for I agree. people of all ages. <laughs> I think you have to say things that are believable. And I know that you oh. believe. Oh, but oh. I'm just oh. telling you. She just reaffirmed oh my our self-doubt. Oh. 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 Wow. Can, we, can we have the elephant? Can we have the elephant oh. mailbag back? Wow. <laughs> but I'm saying you do believe this podcast is helpful or you wouldn't be putting the time in it because what is your mission with this podcast? Make your tomorrow better by, <laughs> by besting your, your yesterday. yesterday. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> and you wanted to give people a laugh and a little something to hang on to and a feel-good kind of thing with a little message, right? Yes, absolutely. So that you can certainly focus on. Okay. So, yes. So and let's neither one of us would look very good in a bikini in a TikTok video. So no. I mean, we, we had to no, go I'm, this route because, you know. <laughs> We have the we have the face and the body for radio. That's all for I'm radio. Totally for radio and podcast. That's that is a guarantee. Oh okay, so let's okay. take the statement of uh, doubting that it's going to be a success. Let's say, okay, and let's just reframe that. Okay. okay. So, what do you know about this podcast? What do I know about this? I know this <laughs> podcast is pretty well produced. I think the topics are timely and relevant. And I think we're funny. We're funny looking, <laughs> but, but, but I That's, think we, I think we bring and, folks to laughter occasionally. So. I think, you know, right? it's, a, it's a unique format that yes. isn't really prevalent on the main, uh, in the main podcast world right now. Right. Right. Now yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So you could say knowing, knowing there's a need because there's not another podcast like this, we are um, providing people with a little bit of joy. A little bit of joy. The same joy as finding <laughs> the last fry, fry in the bottom. At the bottom. Of the fast food bag. <laughs> Which the kids don't like. They don't like the fast food part. They just want to, they want to the see the bottom of the, bag, of the bottom bag. The bottom of the bag. Is it just, should but, we change it? For the kids. No, I don't know. If one of them wants to sponsor the show, I will happily <laughs> happily do that. Children, yeah, get your if lunch anybody money. would like to change the intro, feel free to sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> we can be purchased. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so and those, what do you those are and what do you appreciate that, about it right at this moment? What do I appreciate about this podcast? Mm-hmm. That I get to spend time with Deacon B every week. I mean, it gives us <laughs> a great reason to connect every week. That's one of the bonuses and benefits of this. I agree. And I also think it it does, at least for me, uh, what it intends to do. And I love it. After I listen to it, I think, huh, that was a pretty good show. That's a pretty good show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel good. I, I got some good advice. I'm laughing a little bit. You know, that's right. a pretty good show. So I think, right. I think it does what it intends to do. 
At least for two people. <laughs> Our two favorite fans love the show. Well, and I agree. Every time I listen to it, especially with the the bumper music, I dance every time. And you guys always have a, <laughs> always have a good message and love your laughs. And you always have a good, I think you have a good message. So I think you're providing something to people. So. Well, we hope so. Yeah. But so we're supposed to you say, could say. But saying I hope so isn't, isn't robust enough is what you sort of alluded to early, right? It, it's. You want to speak in the present and in the positive. And hope is more of a wish as opposed to a definitive statement. Is that correct? Yeah. But you can also say something like, uh, more and more, I am confident um, that what we are providing is beneficial to people. Okay. There we go. All right, in our last uh, just minute or so, what is happening in the brain? Why does this work? Yeah, you can thank you. Kind of give us a, a quick, a quick For one sure. minute summary, please. Well, it's called it's it's rewiring, so it's making new connections. So instead of looping that same vinyl record over and over, you're actually forming. So thoughts are are. are are because of brain connections and synapses. So you're basically making new brain connections. Hmm. All right. Well, we hope that after listening to this live edition of the mailbag here on the last Friday, that Mm -hmm. perhaps some of your neural connections are being remade a little more positively and that tomorrow will be better because your brain is going to be besting your yesterday here on the and last what can fly. I just say one quick thing? No, she just crashed. We can do that. She just crashed the show. She just, <laughs> this is the story. This is, this is my life. I just, I'm about done. And then, and then one more, one, 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 more, one, more, one more, one more, one more, one more comment. Just, there it is. Okay. I also this, want to say that sometimes it stay. does help to go to somebody who's specifically trained in this. And there is a, the international hypnotherapy group so and there are people all over the country so if it's ever something oh. you're interested in that's an option to go check out well very good hmm, yeah. hmm. Hypno- and, and some pretty good ones in albuquerque from when you live here actually albuquerque has the um hypnotherapy academy of america there and they're internationally oh, wow. known that's where i took my medical hypnotherapy course wow okay well then i think i have some ideas wonderful well thank you so much mary beth for joining us for this live version of the mailbag and we're going to try the uh, outro oh one more time so we hope that this edition anything else are we done for sure we hope that this edition has left you with the same joy that you get from the last fry Please visit us on Instagram at The Last Fry Podcast, Facebook at The Last Fry, and Twitter at Last Fry Podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. 
Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.